When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And this week we're doing aliens, uh, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> So within the last hour, we have very much realized that we made a little mistake again. And by we, I mean me. (laughs) Um, We had discussed doing aliens, and I internalized that as, oh, yeah, the first alien. Yeah, of course, we're going to watch Alien. And we have, once again... As as almost is tradition, <laughs> watched about once two a year, about different once a year. movies. Yeah, so that's the that's the thing. What, one calendar year from now, we're gonna have this again. So buckle up. Uh, where and we watched honest- two different movies. <laughs> so uh, Rebecca watched Alien. Yeah. Uh, OG. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott and I watched uh, I watched Aliens, the sequel, um, and uh, by James with James Cameron. And uh, Rebecca, honestly, I thought I thought last session when we did Old Guard was going to be the thing because I kept I thought that was going to be the time that we watched the different movies because I kept calling the Old Guard in my head. I kept calling it old school. Yeah. So Will Ferrell comedy. And I was like, I think I reached out to you. I was like, just so, mm-hmm. we're, just so we're clear, old guard, not old school. And you're like, yeah. I'm not an idiot, Craig. I know that. <laughs> so this time around, I was just like, but it didn't even occur to me that like alien and aliens are so fucking close that it's a slip of a tongue. <laughs> I literally, last night, I was about to watch it and I was like, I'm sure it's alien, right? I'm like, yes, of course I'm sure. And I put it on with like with such confidence of like, yes, of course this I should double check right now. I know I'm what I know what I'm watching. But it's a typo. It's a mispronunciation. It's so easy. And even so even in my notes here, as I watched Aliens, I wrote down what a great what a great sequel name it was because it was like, Hey, remember that thing from the beginning that, that first movie that scared the shit out of you. Now there's more than one. And I was like, it's brilliant. The simplicity of it, just polarizing the thing. And now I do not, I do not believe that note. I think that it makes <laughs> movies very easy uh, to uh, mistake for each other, but I think we're going to, I think it's going to still be fine. I think oh, it's going to, yeah. uh, I think, First of all, the villain is the same in both of them, for the yes, most part. The primary absolutely. villain. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of what we're going to have to say will uh, will sort of center on that. But maybe we'll start with if you haven't, if you've only watched uh, one of these or you haven't seen any of them. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca, what's the? Uh, yeah. Let's. I'll, I'll launch off first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we'll do the sequel. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, if I was to rename the movie Alien, I would just call it 
watch women be right for two hours. That's what I would call it. Uh, just watch women be right for two hours. Um, we essentially, we've got a crew of seven. Um, and I like that they give the number off the top. I think that's a really nice touch. Um, we've got a crew. We're going out. We get a distress signal. They show up. The, the woman's so with one of the crew members like, no, 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 we shouldn't do this. She's hundred percent. Right. Absolutely not. Trust your gut ladies. Absolutely. Um, they discover that this alien ship has been thrashed, taken over. Every alien on it has died. The guy wants to, one of the crew wants to keep exploring. He gets thrashed, brings the alien back onto the ship with him. With the face hugger, yeah. With the face hugger, and then uh, that's when everything pops off. Then, so that's when we see this alien go kind of uh, bananas, go attack everybody. Ripley's like, every step of the way is like, don't do this. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Which, again, a little chilling. Why is every movie, every movie, it, it feels like is about present day. It's so messed up. Anyway, <laughs> we'll dive into that more. Limit your social bubble. <laughs> So aliens don't burst out of your chest. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like, how did we even... I, 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 we, yeah. This cannot be accidental. Anyway, um, gets this alien on board after specifically being told, please quarantine, like, don't bring this person back on. He's going to endanger everybody. She's right. This alien goes nuts, kills er everybody. And it turns out that they their mission was actually specifically to go pick up this alien, and none of them had any idea except for the robot. So that's yeah. pretty much that's pretty much the story. I mean, Ripley gets away; she kicks that shit fucking out Blows the window. It into space. Beauty, just a just an all around great film. Highly, was, yeah, highly recommend. It, obviously, <laughs> I mean it's it's oh it's pretty much flawless to me. I really enjoy watching it every time. Yeah. Um, and sequel's I feel, great too <laughs> i feel the same way about the sequel so ripley goes uh, uh they're actually like i i think there's very few um one and twos uh sequels that fit together this perfectly um they and, and, do there was literally scenes that i was expecting to see in the first one that i was like no that's the second one, that's the second one. <laughs> uh and uh so the first movie arguably a horror movie uh, and the second movie, definitively an action movie, which mm -hmm. is so wonderful when they change it like that. So uh, we're the we're aliens. Can you see why I thought we yeah! were supposed to watch the first one for Halloween month? <laughs> uh, I mean, they're both kind of scary in certain ways. But, yeah. Um, so jump to uh, Ripley's in Cryosphere. Uh, uh, we open up on the fact that it's been over fifty years that she's been uh, in cryo sleep, sleep uh, flying around. Um, She's discovered. They unthaw her. Uh, she discovers that um, it's been this long. Uh, on the director's cut, there's a thing where her kid is dead. Um, and she ends up having to just, first of all, uh, they really lean into the fact that she's traumatized as hell, which I love that they didn't just uh, get rid of. But um, they discover that uh, there are now colonists terraforming the planet where they originally encountered the aliens. She warns them. Uh, they don't listen. They lose contact with the colony, and she goes back to the planet with a bunch of space marines uh, to try and reestablish contact with the colony. She's brought along as a sort of expert consultant, um, and uh, shit goes horribly wrong. The aliens, of course, have taken over. Uh, they find Newt, the little girl who somehow avoided the aliens by hiding in the air ducts, um, and uh, they have to escape before... Um, 
the fusion reactor of the uh, atmosphere maker where the aliens have lived uh, overloads because they accidentally shoot it in a fight with the aliens. Um, and then uh, we discover that there's a queen who's like, we close out the life cycle of the aliens, the xenomorphs, and then uh, Ripley once again in that fucking badass mechanized uh, suit is fighting the queen alien and once again throws it out of an airlock. Kind of a nice Ouroboros yeah. full circle kind of thing. And then Alien 3 fucking ruins everything that Alien 2 did. But we're not good. We're not covering that movie. I uh, literally don't <laughs> even remember. I'm sure I've watched it, but I cannot, I could not tell you a thing about that movie. I don't remember. Alien it. I 3? Yeah, I haven't logged it in my mind. Uh, in, its, in its defense, clear title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know exactly where you're we, at with Alien we did, 3. We, we did not watch Alien 3. That, who uh, yeah, but Alien 3 starts off with they kill Newt, like in the opening title sequence. Mm. Like oh. not even on camera. And then like ship crashes somewhere and it's just like, come on. Um, but I guess uh, yeah, yeah, get it in now. The, the villain. Oh, I am. You know I'm here to argue for that alien. You know I'm here for it. Absolutely. Oh, my God, dude. I have so much to say about this alien. All right. Let's, let's go off. Yeah. Okay. Start. Well, for, firstly, um, again, I would just like to say um, that I love that all the women are right. <laughs> like, that's just my favorite part of this movie is just that. Well, this is the, the Beck, Beckdale test is a reference to alien. Is it? Yeah. Oh, damn. The, uh, the original thing is that it, that the last movie that she could have seen in theater where women have a conversation with each other is actually alien. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, sorry. Yeah, well, there on. you go. Oh. Anyway. So these bitches just are right the whole time. They're, they're like, listen, let's not do that. Let's not go down there. Let's, let's quarantine. Like, Oh my God. When she says the quarantine line, I found that so chilling though, because I, I think I wrote a day. Oh, if we break quarantine, we could all die. And I was like, chills. Chills, like this is not no, this is not the time for this. I don't I don't need this messaging right now. Anyway, um, but obviously, okay, so here here's this alien. First of all, not born yet. Okay, you know what I mean? Sitting in a sack, okay. Who and so long that it's been everything else here is fossilized. Okay, that's how long you've been chilling. Okay, mm -hmm. far too long. Okay. So this, uh, I picture this organism as something that, like, obviously, they call it, like, the perfect specimen, right? They're like, this, this, this organism's perfect. It's the perfect killing machine. It's perfect. Well, if it's perfect, it's going to prey on weaker things. And you know what's, what's not a good idea and not, like, a good survival method is to go down deep, misty holes and start poking shit. Okay, <laughs> if I arrive somewhere and everything's dead... I'm no longer here. Okay, we're out. Okay, we're not playing this game. Okay, so this thing has been has been down there forever. Okay, for a very, 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 very long time. Okay, who wouldn't want a snack? Who, who, who amongst us would not want a little snack pack at that point? Okay, and one just starts poking at you. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm about to eat. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yes. Okay, do not blame this thing for that. Okay, then. Okay. It it hosts it, 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 this is basically this body is like this. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you host me for a while. All right, yes. bring me back on board. That's great. Ladies great sur great survival instincts. Okay, excellent. Yeah, oh. let's get on board. Gets this thing on board. Okay, and 
And, and and to be noted that this 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 initial alien not our main villain okay not our main villain obviously because the subsequent alien that comes out of it is the villain here right um I I ask you this okay Craig first firstly uh, if I'm born okay and I'm and I'm a I'm an intelligent being okay because we have to we have to establish that when this alien is born it is more intelligent than a baby. Right. Yeah. Like I it's agree. already it's already there. Like it's it, it is present. Okay. It is aware. It knows what's up. Okay. I burst out of somebody's stomach. Okay. You know, that's instinct. I cannot be blamed for this. This man. I did not ask to be laid within this man. Okay. This is not what I asked for. You know what I mean? Very I have emo. No con- I didn't ask to be born, my no. dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I think that really lines up with the color scheme of this movie. Okay, yeah. so this this yeah this guy pops out of his stomach, or, or and the first thing you see is a room full of creatures that aren't anything like you, and they seem hostile. Yeah, I'm gonna bounce out of here. Absolutely, this thing takes off, goes running. Okay, again, probably pretty hungry, needs a snack. Okay. It grows fast. It, it grows, grows real it grows fast. Super fast. Okay, you're having that teenage hunger. You have to assume that aliens got teenage hunger, right? That I'm eating three bowls of pasta when I get home, yeah. kind of hungry. Okay, you could just keep feeding this thing. Totally makes sense. Okay. And then you're on this spaceship where everything's trying to attack you. Yes, I'm going to town. Oh, it, it, it's it's because we've entered into it's either me or them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're they, right. It's it's survival instinct, and I can't uh, I can't fault that at all. Um, as a human, uh, I am somewhat prone to don't eat me, uh, but I, yeah. I, you know. But I understand why I would want to be eaten. <laughs> yeah, and uh, fuck, it's so it's it's. I mean, one of the reasons that the alien, uh, the uh, xenomorph, I think is its technical name, but like everyone just calls it the alien from yeah. Aliens, yeah. Uh, is. Uh, is is so terrifying is that it's just its life cycle involves humans in some way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and that that again is one of those great things where um i i think aliens makes it such a great sequel is because at the end of uh alien the first one what are the questions that are left right which is uh where did this thing come from mm-hmm. um what would happen if there was more of them? That's the the S on the end of it. And like where, so if, if the face hugger implants, uh, uh, an embryo in your, uh, chest and then it bursts out of your chest and that becomes the alien, where did the egg come from? Right. Oh, and we figured that out in aliens where like the unanswered question is, inherent to this alien's life cycle yep. and that sequel closes that loop in such a satisfying way which i i don't even think people realize that's what's satisfying about it you know what i mean oh no I, yeah like, i don't think i ever clocked that yeah but it's just like oh it, it's it's a fully formed creature it's not just like a, a a monster hiding in the dark it's like a this has its own life cycle and stuff like that and it uses humans for it but it doesn't really care if you're human or not (laughs) it's and that's what's so terrifying about it and and, and wonderful about it um can i can i science out on you for a bit of course you can craig science down science down absolutely (laughs) so 
And again, I don't think anybody clocks this as why the aliens are so scary. But if you break it down, this is what it is. So if you look at evolution, right? Uh, very basic Darwinian evolution. Uh, the idea is that like a creature or an animal won't develop a trait unless it's somehow advantageous to their survival or reproduction, right? If if they have a big floppy thing on the back of their head and it doesn't accomplish anything, um, then eventually that trait is going to get bred out. Oh, okay? yeah. It's like I have no lower wisdom teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's, it's not of use. So, like, eventually over millions of years, humans will lose their wisdom teeth, right? Yeah. So let's look at the traits that the xenomorph has. Let's look at... Uh, w- its characteristics and what that says about that alien. So first, first of all, um, uh, as you mentioned, it's very fast, right? It runs around like crazy. Yeah. Which means that on its home planet, where it comes from, it's either that fast because it has to catch things that are almost that fast, or it has to get away from things that are slightly less fast. So that's a survival mechanism there. What else does it have? It has acid for blood. You know what that is? That's a defense mechanism. That's because something tries to eat it, it sprays acid out of its blood so that the animal trying to eat it won't eat it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It grows incredibly quickly. Why would it need to do that? Because it lives in such a harsh environment that it needs to get up to speed very quickly because uh, young animals don't last very long. We don't see this in this these two movies, but in the third one, uh, it's definitely shown that the xenomorph in, uh, incorporates the DNA of whatever creature it's embedded in, right? So I think they uh, implant in a dog in the third one, and then the alien has slightly dog-like features. Whereas in the... The first two movies, it's all human features, teeth, uh, um, ribs, that sort of thing. Um, So why would a creature need to adapt that quickly? Because its environment is changing all the time. Uh, Why is it dormant for so long? Because there's going to be long periods where it can't get any food or anything like that. So, So what is... And then you just look at its life cycle where it's like it's it's putting eggs into people and it's carrying them off and it's building nests and stuff like that. And you realize that these are not the peak predator. They are not the ultimate killing machine that humans think they are. They are a parasite. So whatever planet they come from, wherever they originated, mm. they are the bottom of the food chain. And that is what is so terrifying about these aliens. Not that they are the perfect killing machine, Mm -hmm. uh, but the fact that they are by no means the perfect killing machine. They are just surviving and humans have zero defense on them. It's the fact that nature is so fucking harsh and terrifying that human beings don't even fucking stand a chance at it. It's funny because I I clocked um, kind of something like that. of the uh, the concept that these the this alien is some sort is evil in a sense because it it kind of consumes and takes over wherever it is and i'm like oh you mean like the human beings that have to fly through space to get elements and shit because we used up everything <laughs> on the fucking planet cuz that yeah. that's kind of mm, we're really in a similar story you know what i mean where i'm like <laughs> 
we're all we're doing the same shit. You know what I mean? In this concept of this movie, you're you're out there trying to like mine and get thing. You know what I mean? You're trying to collect resources, but because probably fundamentally there are no more on planet Earth. So yeah, like. Sure. Mm, kind of the same. <laughs> like, yeah, and I mean, even if you look at that planet, right? That's why those in, in aliens. That's why the terraformers are there to start a mining operation so people can live there and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's literally the aliens. You're right. Are doing the exact same thing. They are changing their environment so that it suits them better mm-hmm. by building those like uh, creepy uh, tunnels and stuff like that, a, a nest essentially, and using up the resources that are available on that planet in order to do that. That's a, that's fucking brilliant. That's uh, yeah. The parallels are uncanny. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I just I don't think like I understand that it's terrifying. It's a great movie, and it's and and there are such great scenes of like tension and terrifying, and it's terrifying. But if you're looking at it from like good and evil, I'm like this thing can't be. I I don't know if this thing is technically evil because it, it's operating under instinct. You know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah. a baby. <laughs> It's a little baby alien. And I'm sorry, if you show up on a planet and that planet thwarts you, that's your fault. That's your bad. Yeah. You should have been here. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's, they go over it in the beginning that it's policy, right? Because they, they get this, what they think might be an SOS, right? They Which don't is, take yeah. the time to decipher it. Okay. And then Ripley's like, no, this is like a warning, actually. We should maybe go get those guys. And the guy's like, oh, no, it's too, the the robot's like, it's too late. No, they're already doing what I want them to do. So, and okay. So this might be slightly controversial. Mm. This is, again, a theme that plays on, on both movies where um, Paul Reiser, mad about you. I'm going to call him mad about you for the rest of this. Uh, <laughs> is also, also works for the same company 50 yep. years later and also wants to get samples of the aliens to take back for research mm-hmm. uh, and possibly weapon use. So this is going to be real controversial. I, th- I already feel that you're going to hate me for saying this. Yeah. I don't think that there is something inherently wrong with wanting to study it. No. No, I actually I agree with you. But oh, really? Okay. Here's yeah. here's where I disagree. Okay, and this is maybe where movie one and movie two are different. But everyone participating must know. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. like this. This is where I found them incorrect in the first movie. Okay, because the they've sent them out on a mission that they don't know what they're doing, and that can never be. That can never be. Okay, everybody needs to know what the stakes are. Everybody needs because. You can't send out guys. You have to send out military. You know what I mean? You have to send out specialized people that have that are better at this than this crew. Okay, like you can't. Yeah, exactly. Like 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 people, they're they're like an alien. They're they're the uh, space equivalent of truckers, essentially. Yeah, and just and 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 have specialized equipment. Why isn't there just a room where you would lock this in with this guy, and that's where that ends? You know what I mean? Like, if yes. you want to take it back, there's a way to lock this thing down, okay? If you have proper facilities to do it, but you came unprepared, you didn't tell anybody, okay? I do agree that, yeah, like, because you gotta got to know what's out there, right? Like, yeah. if you're aware of an entity and you're like, okay, well, let's check this out. Let's see what's up, okay? I, I, I totally think I, that makes sense to me, okay? That absolutely makes sense. But everybody here needs to know, dude. They need <laughs> to know, Okay, like one time, one time I I went to a party with a friend and she was like, oh, it's like a, 
it, 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 it's like a lingerie party is basically how she described it to me. She was like, oh, it's like we're all going to get like nothing like too crazy. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't go nuts, but I wore something like, like kind of like sexy. You know what I mean? Like something where I was like, oh, I wouldn't normally wear this. And we showed up and it was a PJ party. But she wanted us all to be like the hot ladies at the party. And I was like, I am mortified. Okay. Cause you need to tell me the mission. I need to, I'll, I'll still be on board with the mission, but you got to tell me the mission, man. Like you can't just let me show up like an ass like this. Okay. Yeah. I need to know what the plan is. Okay. Don't trick me. I hate that. Okay. Yeah. If the Big mission is between. let's make my ex jealous, that's fine. But I need to know. Okay. This is not correct the other way. <laughs> You've made me the villain, okay, and yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I thought suddenly wish I was in flannel pants with yes. uh, toothpaste oh, stains on them. Deeply, uh, you know what yeah. I mean? I didn't wear anything too, well, thank God. <laughs> but, like, still, I was like, this is inappropriate. This is not kind this is to any yeah. person here. You're absolutely right. And I, and, and I think where Burke, uh, bad about you, uh, falls mm. down in the second one is uh, uh, he, he tries to smuggle the aliens out by letting a face hugger loose in a room with Ripley and Newt, who is an innocent child and is terribly traumatized and, and all the rest. Uh, so that's that's a line. And then he fucks everybody over. He's completely irredeemable, uh, except for the desire to investigate and research these things. Because presumably, if you're reaching out further into space... Um, these things, the xenomorphs, the aliens cling to your shoe. They're fucking parasites. It's mm-hmm. like cockroaches and bed bugs and stuff like that, right? Like you're going to encounter them again because that's what they do is they they get spread off world and then it's like a fucking bed bug infestation, right? doesn't matter how you quarantine. So you need to know how to deal with that. You need to know how mm-hmm. to spray for these things, right? You Like for all we know, uh, you get face hugged and you're like, oh shit. I guess we just let it fall off and then we give you this pill that kills it and you're going to have crazy bad heartburn for three days. That would be so, if it was just heartburn. That's what I mean, right? <laughs> like there's You're a, just burping up alien eggs. Like, oh, yeah, God. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a, he's got a touch of the alien. Oh God. Yeah. That's gotta be, what would that burp taste? Uh, anyway, that's a gross question. <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But I, I just I really want to see a future where they deal with these things more mm-hmm. like the pests that they are rather than this because that's what happens, right? Like we're like, oh, you got a tapeworm, that would be deadly back in the day, right? You mm-hmm. die of malnourishment, and meanwhile they're like, you got a tapeworm, watch what tacos you're eating, you know, like make mm-hmm. sure that's mm-hmm. good meat. Uh, here's a pill, you'll have a weird poop for a bit. Like that's, you know? Yeah, find the medical advance that would exactly. help this along or it's not a big deal. Um, yeah, no, 100%. I think, again, it's it all depends on on who's on board, okay? Because the thing that I loved about, uh, or the thing that I do love about Ripley's character in the first film is that it is always a discussion and there's always like agreeance and there's like, okay, we all have to understand what's going on here. It's all about exposing information. It's about being very clear, very direct, very blunt. Okay. And it works so well because it's like, yeah, like she's going to ask you to put your ass on the line, but you know exactly what you're doing and you've agreed to it. You've said yes. 
Yes, we, let we us go do voted, that. And we feel like this plan of action is our best chance. Yes. I will yeah. say every almost every person on that ship, the worst sneakers of all time. Okay, they cannot sneak. <laughs> they do not know how to sneak. They do not, for whatever, and this is the one thing that I was like, bitch, how are we not closing every door behind us? Like, every door I would pass through, I'd be like, well, that one's closed now. That one's closed. Like, I'm closing every door I go through because I need my back to be at a wall. Like, I need yeah. to see every corner of this. Like, when there, there's a scene where they're unloaded, they, they need coolant, right? So they go to get all this coolant, and it is... So, and I know it's for the effect of the film, but it's so jarringly loud, them just slamming these tanks on, because the, they're trying to be quick, but also I'm like, quickly and quietly, team. Okay, like, let's yeah. treat this ship like it's a library, okay? <laughs> if we could just act like it's a library, and the alien's a librarian, and you just don't, you don't want to be shushed by that bitch, let me tell you, okay? Yeah. You do not want to be shushed. Uh, and, uh, but correct me if I'm wrong in the first one, it also gets into the air vents, right? Yes. Like that's yes, yes, yes. That's thing. the whole, yeah, yeah. that's how it moves around. around. Okay. Um, and we're going to just like, drop characters in there with flamethrowers and hope for the best. Hope for the best. <laughs> because like when you mentioned closing the doors, there is one thing I wrote about aliens, uh, which is they close a lot of doors and they, uh, so they did learn. Um, but there is a lot more welding in aliens than I remember. There's like mm. huge dramatic moments where they're just either cutting open doors that have been locked or welding shut doors that have been closed so the aliens can't get through. There is there's the whole there's a whole scene where Newt falls through a small crack and they're having to cut open a metal grate to try and get her out. I was like there's so much fucking welding in this movie. It's like it must mm-hmm. have been paid for uh partially by the like US Welders Association That's or so something funny. like that. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, the military pays for, like, Top Gun so that people would go and sign up and become, like, military pilots? I uh, did not know that. Oh, that's the thing that happens. G.I. Joe, stuff like that, where it's, like... Oh, it's, yeah, that, it's, I mean, that fun- checks out. It's funded <laughs> by, like, the U.S. military's, like, these movies make it look cool to be in the military, which helps recruitment. Um, it's very underhanded. Uh, same thing with first-person shooters, Call of Duty, stuff like that. They... they uh, particularly promote those and be like, this is what it's like to be in the military. Oh, uh, man, why is everything in the world on fire? Like, I'm just sorry, <laughs> nothing's that. good. My <laughs> point is, is that this movie was like, hey, you you think welding's cool? It'll save you from aliens. <laughs> become, become a TIG welder. There we go. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. But at least We're, there wasn't some scene where they're only hiring welders and trying to make them into astronauts <laughs> like Armageddon. Dude, like can you imagine there's this whole scene in aliens at the beginning we're like listen you're the best welders on earth (laughs) we're gonna teach you to be astronauts now (laughs) (laughs) astrobiologists can't be taught how to weld so we're gonna teach welders to be astrobiologists (laughs) yeah 100% that's a that is a movie that would pass in the 90s (laughs) 80s, 90s, whatever, man. Oh, the Armageddoning of every profession. I love it. What what profession do you want to see Armageddon to people? Let us know. Armageddon? Uh, Yeah, yeah. so funny. Um, Oh, God. Yeah, I just... Or, like, there's some sort of plumbing emergency on the moon. Like, <laughs> you're the best fucking plumber. I actually think they did that in... What what show was uh, Space Force? 
they did that in Space Force. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh, did they? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a I whole scene that. where they're trying to hire like electricians and stuff like that to be astronauts. It's fucked. Um, yeah, man. But to, to speak to the door thing, I understand it's ridiculous because this thing like goes around in the vents. But to my point, it is. I think I could catch out, out of the corner of my eye. I think I could catch. That alien coming out of a vent a lot easier than coming through a door. <laughs> yeah, presumably you'd have to squeeze. You right, know, right. Like, like I, I just feel like I would have an advantage if I'm closing doors. Yeah, of course. Also, uh, I'm sorry, but who who is making air ducts on a spaceship big enough for anything to fucking fit through? Like, have you have you ever encountered an air duct that you can crawl into? That's not a thing that exists in the real world and certainly not on a spaceship where space and weight are at such a fucking premium. I'm sorry, are you trying to pull apart Die Hard right now? Because I swear yes. to God. Yes. <laughs> this Die just Hard turns into us slamming on Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like, like in Aliens, the air ducts are spacious. Like there's two Oh, people. yeah. It's like you... You can so operate a flamethrower <laughs> in an air duct. That's oversized. You need them to be small so that so that you don't need the world's biggest fan to push air through there. Mm-hmm. You know how much air would be moving through there? You'd be like you'd be sitting in the command room like with a fucking gale force winds in your face just to get enough air pressure through that thing. Uh, that bothers me. There's another technological thing that bothers me in both of these movies. It's somewhat less pronounced in Aliens than it is in Alien, but it is mm-hmm. the foundation of the Craig Fay role of science fiction uh, which is and maybe i've mentioned on the podcast before (laughs) never show the computer oh yes okay yeah 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 yeah. because (laughs) you're you want me to believe that we live in a world where like we can put people in cryo sleep and travel faster than light and explore new worlds and there's Mm -hmm. all these other things uh that we can do you got like motion sensor radar uh but all your computers are 1980s cathode ray tube monitors that are Mwah. typing typing out that stereotypical... Does not compute. Does, does not, not compute. compute. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun because they're like literally outside of our galaxy. I know. It's just like... Does not and, and also, But also, that, I found that scene very funny as well because it was like... The questions they were at, I was like, they like they would ask like mother a question, and I'm like, how would any computer even qual like I don't I don't even know how any computer would qualify that today like quantify in in a sense of like, uh, uh what to do with this alien and it's like maybe there's a more specific question we could ask like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like and, and that's the thing is is it's such a particular blind spot mm. with computers and how people interact with them because of course it is this is like nineteen. 19- well, 86 for uh, Aliens, I think 81 for like the original Alien. Uh, but it's such a particular blind spot where we know how to Google things now. Like That's like all you, I was thinking the entire time. I'm like, you yeah. can't Google that. You need to Google something more specific. <laughs> <laughs> or just like, hey, Siri, how do I get rid of uh, 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 top 10 alien extermination tips? Right. And it's some fucking BuzzFeed article mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it's like, no, <laughs> hey, there was no top 10. There was no yeah. nothing. <laughs> hey, girlfriend. Uh, so did the men in your life not listen to you? Uh, here is the 10 best ways to get rid of that alien that broke out of quarantine. Number mm-hmm. one, got some cinnamon. Aliens love cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> They'll follow it anywhere. <laughs> Number two, I tried this myself. Uh, uh, put that cat. Above a bucket of water. 
the alien will come up and they'll fall into that water. Uh, most aliens can't swim. Like just the top ten list. Yeah. Oh yeah, a little a little something more. But yeah, I I agree. Like the computer scenes were killing me. I loved it, but I love the the concept. Um, and this is very prevalent in the '80s, obviously, because of um, you know how computers had been built in the past and how they were being built at the time. But it's always a full room. Yeah. It's always a room. <laughs> like it's never like the computer. It's always a computer room, like your parents would have in the basement. <laughs> this is the computer room of this spaceship. Yeah, well, love like, it. I think I think the best example of that is actually Minority Report, where they don't really show the computer, but they show how you're interacting with it, and it's different, and maybe not how the future will turn out, but mm-hmm. at least you can be like, I see that you had a vision of what you thought computers would be, yep. rather than legitimately special effects that hold up to this day. Some of them look a little dated. Oh and then yeah, just, but I think this pretty hard holds up, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then just drop full on unrefined 1980s computer technology as a focal point for entire scenes. It's is, part of the magic for me. I, I really, I like it. It doesn't pull me out at all. If anything, it pulls me more in. I love that. I love the dated shit. Um, I think that, I don't know. I think there's a certain charm and whimsy about it of just like, Oh, what did they think it was going to be? Like, (laughs) I want to bring up one of the characters, uh, from the first movie because there's, he's not a villain by any means. Okay. But there is something funny there, uh, character Parker, he's always complaining that he wants more money. Okay. And he's always like, we need, we need more stock. We need a bonus. Like we literally just got woken up to go to a rescue and he's trying to parlay this into like a, like, okay, well, if we're going to go rescue somebody and I got to put my ass on the line, I want to get paid more. And they're like, no, it's already in your contract. And he kind of harps on it a bit. And I think there's kind of like, there's supposed to be this like tone of like, Oh, look at this guy. Like he's never, it's never enough. Like just accept it. We're on a mission. This is about like humanity. You know what I mean? Like we're human beings in a box right now. Like let's just all get along. And I'm like, no, I really agree with that guy actually. Like I really, really, really. And especially by the end of the movie, you're like, yeah, <laughs> like, you I mean, pay enough for this shit. Oh no, not even, not even close. <laughs> You know what I mean? Can you imagine surviving that and getting home and looking at your paycheck? <laughs> Ripley's just, that should have been the opening scene of <laughs> Aliens 2, just her looking at the paycheck going, this is not, clearly this is not fucking, enough. This is fucking bullshit. Absolutely so should have had a bonus. You deducted my meals? You deducted you- <laughs> me for the extra cryo fluid you needed to put me back asleep a second time? So you I charged go- me for the full spaceship I blew up? Yeah, I mean, that well, wasn't my bad. The, they they mentioned that at the beginning of the No way! Movie. They do. They go like, do you have any idea how much this costs? And they're like, because they, they, the company takes the position, they're like, oh, we can confirm that you went to the planet, mm-hmm. and we can confirm that you sat down, we can confirm that you got a signal. Everything else is completely up to you. Uh, and you're telling me, which like I'm kind of on board with. It's like you encountered something that nobody has ever encountered before in all the times that we've been out in space. And that's your story why you're the sole survivor and an entire spaceship was blown up by you. Like, <laughs> and you're like, ah, I mean, I know I will- it happened. So I'm, I'm again, okay. I'm kind of inclined to believe her, but. I would okay, I would agree with you had they not mentioned in their first report in the first movie like crew is dispendable. Like like expendable, ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like they get you can absolutely get rid of the crew. So like they knew. 
They knew what time yeah, yeah. it was. They knew that some people might die. Like, they were yeah. aware. So I would uh, agree with you 100% if I was looking at it as a closed movie, as like an alien to viewing only. Absolutely. <laughs> you double those movies up, that doesn't check out it at all. They, they, okay. Oh, they knew what time it was. They knew uh, that they were sending some people to die because why would you? You would you would have sent a real person instead of a robot. Yeah. Right? Yep. And another point I would like to make, because obviously he's like a villain. Robots can't be villains. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm just gonna put it down there. He's wow. been programmed by somebody. <laughs> Very true. And the androids have a pretty good redemption arc uh, in the second one because uh, he's the guy who like basically saves them by flying the uh, the jump ship back down when they get stranded. Um, yeah, like this thing's machinery literally operates with one goal. How could you be mad? <laughs> yeah, you you asked us to do this. I will use this as a jumping off point to point out one of the best. Uh, I think in movie history, one of the best I'm so tired of this shit characters I've had enough ever to grace the screen, which is, of course, uh, Bill Pullman's. No, Bill Pax, Bill Paxton. I always get those two guys confused. I've even written it down as Pullman uh, <laughs> and then crossed it out and put Paxton. Uh, game over, man. Game over. <laughs> oh, his. I'm not getting paid enough. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this shit. Uh, I'm losing it is perfect. Or yeah, least- dude. There are so many. Every time I watch one of these movies, I always try and find the moment where I would give up. <laughs> 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 I always do. I'm like, okay, so where would I have checked out here? <laughs> and it's when, oh my God, I can't remember her name, but the, uh, the, uh, Lambert. Okay. So Lambert, when she dies, I'm like, yeah, that's when I would have died too. I am this bitch. Okay. Yeah, at what point do you just getting the coolant? This alien has cut me. You know what I mean? Like is in between me and my body I just watched him get thrashed. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> this is probably, this I'm is good. I was going to give this up. Yeah, let's just, this thing has three jaw lines. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm checking out. Yeah, I'm good. You know what I mean? It's been enough. <laughs> it has been enough. Yeah, I think for me in the second one, like granted they're Marines, so they should know how to survive. Mm-hmm. And like they, they did kind of sign up for this. Uh, but I think when the nuclear reactor is about to go off and the dropship has crashed, yeah. I just be like, I guess we're just holding up in this room and letting it go nuclear. Like I'm tired of, I'm trying. Do not get me wrong. Uh, as I think I mentioned on, I, f- I forget, was it a bonus episode or a real one where I talked about my thing with my chest, uh, how I don't like people touching my chest. Oh so, yeah. So, so the idea of a chest burster, uh, is, is uh, particularly abhorrent to me. Mm. So I think that would motivate me a little further. Uh, oh, yeah. But I, I I, might just put myself into that cryo sleep and be like, if it gets me when I'm asleep, so be it. I checked out. Game over. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, it's so funny because in the first film, they're very much like, let's just leave. Like, I, and I think it's Lambert again that says that. It's just like, let's just pack up, abandon ship, and I was like, oh, we just have another lady saying it a right thing right now. <laughs> like, yes. Yes, girl, get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hop onto a spaceship. Get the F out of here. But again, that that quarantine thing is so it was so crazy to watch because it was like watching Jaws again. You know what I mean? Where I it's just like the messaging parallels are so and it's always like 
believe the scientist. Although in this movie, it is not believe the scientist because the scientist that's on board is very is the robot is very much against them. He is very much not uh, within their favor. But but in the sense of like Ripley's constantly pushing this narrative forward of like we ha- isolate, contain, get rid of. We shouldn't let this guy on. Our human compassion has been our downfall. And she's fucking right. I know. It's so it's we've mentioned it before, but like it's so crazy how there is definite like a definitive before time and after time. Like like in mm, terms of Yes, yes, yes. Like those things where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably would have let it out of quarantine too. I like, and you I go like ah no, 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 not anymore. Oh my god. Listen. Here's my thing, okay? Let's reopen the schools. I absolutely would have (laughs) let that guy back on the ship. I know that about myself, okay? I know I wouldn't make the right decision. I would let him back on. But I'm not going in that room, and nobody else is except for the doctor that wants to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not bringing extra people in to help, whatever. All doors are locked. Everything's secure. Like, do not... Do not let this thing escape. And you also have to stay in that room. You're quarantined with this guy now. You want to help him out? You get quarantined with him too. He takes your head. We're not opening that door. Yeah. We're I not imagine, opening it. I imagine that there was probably a pretty uh, somber staff meeting at this company <laughs> the day after. It's like, listen, everybody, uh, we've had an incident. As you know, uh, mm-hmm. as they're like resetting the counter on the wall, being like zero days since an accident. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so let's just quickly open our employee handbooks and go over proper quarantine uh, in a spaceship. Uh, and someone's been like, why the hell do we have to pay attention to this bullshit? We, we, go, we go through this training every year. Because the thing that I found surprising about the first one, and I forgot that this happens, is that they, as soon as the, as soon as um, he's released, okay, like as soon as the alien releases him and has like, whatever, give like given him the, the egg, we'll call it. Um, there he's like, Oh, I'm hungry. Let's have a meal. After you're better, you're still quarantined. Like it w- the fact that they were, they kind of flipped immediately on him. They were like, Oh, he seems fine. So let's bring him in. I'm like, you don't know what he could have anything, right? Like it, it's not necessarily even he's been infected with another, with another alien, it could be like he's a virus now, or yeah. he has like you know what I mean. It could literally be anything. You have no idea. You've run no tests on him, and you're gonna sit in a room with him and eat a meal. <laughs> Bonkers! Absolutely it's it's bananas. Insane. You know what I mean? It is absolutely bananas. And again, just to bring it back, at no point this alien's fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean the alien. Honestly, is just, especially you know, for the first one. Oh gee, this baby's running around. Yeah, dude. It's kill or be killed. Okay, this this alien understands this. Okay, it's an intelligent being. Kill or be killed. Yes. Yes, get some. Okay. And it's not your fault you're smarter than them. Okay. <laughs> I will not blame the alien for being smarter and more creative at uh at its vengeance. Okay. Absolutely. Get in it, that whole end scene is so great. Like where she actually she get figures it out. She's like, I'm gonna blow this thing out of this fucking hole. I'm gonna put a spacesuit on. I'm gonna wake this thing up and just go. Because yeah. honestly, I know this sounds this, this is gonna sound crazy, and I'm sure I'm sure it must like hurt immensely for like ten seconds or something like that. If I got to choose how I died, that's how I would want to die. 
launch me into space. Nope. Nope. Yep. Yep. Launch nope. me into space. Holy shit. Have you ever seen Event Horizon? Uh, uh, launch me into space. Do it. Nope. Do That's got to be quick. No. That's got to be quick. Come on. Your That's blood quick. Blood boils. Your yes, blood but boils. so quickly. Ah. <laughs> I no. I have not heard. Uh, no. No. Explosive decompression would not be the way for me to go. Mm. Uh, nope. Nope. No. I think it's nope. quick. Quick. <laughs> I've really, no. I've scarred yeah, no, Craig now. He's a, he's a very big disagreement with me on this. Huge no there. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. We're allowed yeah. to disagree on this. You've noped uh, out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will just, I, I feel like I'd be remiss if I did not uh, uh, quickly address this, which is um, I mentioned that uh, the origin of the aliens uh, in this is a product of wonderful evolution uh, and implies terrible things about the world in which it originally came from. And uh, if you, like me, have seen Prometheus, uh, you know that that is canonically not true and that they were invented. And I just have to say, for that reason alone, I fucking hate Prometheus. I think that is... (laughs) This month on our bonus episodes, uh, we are doing movies that we hate. And believe me, Prometheus was a strong contender for this there are a few movies that boil my blood more than that movie for many many reasons but also just in retrospect what they did to the aliens they they kind of for for the reasons i've laid out ruined the horror of those first two movies because they're like no they were man-made they're they were designed to be weapons uh the engineers created them and i was just like i didn't need that i didn't need to know that jaws was made in a in a uh, a fucking lab. You know what I mean? I just oh, want to yeah. be a shark. I don't need to know that the The tornado... mystery is better. <laughs> the mystery is better. The, the That's what's great that about the you. first film is so much of it. It's just like... It's an unstoppable force of nature. What's going to happen, right? Yes. Like what's... Yes, like this this tension. It's very much... A, the first one's very much a thriller, like as as you said. Yeah. Uh, first one's very much a thriller. It's, it's this tension building moments of it's, like... And, and, you know, 50% of it comes from this cat somehow. And it's very impressive. <laughs> uh, cat survives the second one, too. So presumably, uh, actually, come epi- actually come after F- uh, Aliens 3, the cat is the only original survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are going to outlive us all. Yeah. I mean, but, that's uh, fair. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge that Prometheus exists. I choose to ignore it in the canon. And, uh, and, uh, that's why I did. And I also chose, uh, uh, a thought that talking about alien and aliens, uh, would be more entertaining and more fun than dredging up everything I hate about. Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I can't even, honestly, I know I've seen it. Cannot remember a thing about that movie. Hot garbage. Cannot. I've, <laughs> I've blocked that out of my brain. My brain said, that's not information we need and flicked it out. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Looks nice. Which, to be fair, is honestly, I feel like I'm tur- like I'm turning into both of my parents simultaneously at the same time, like more and more. Because like my dad is classically like he will, he will watch fifty percent of a movie and then realize he he's watched it before, but it takes him <laughs> the full first half. Oh, like, I remember how this goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and my mom will just tell him every time she's like, "No, you've seen this. We watched this. 
We watched this together. We watched this a month ago, or whatever it is. Remember, like, no, this is when he did yeah. this? And you're like, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. He sits down, and it's literally like a half hour, 45 minutes into the movie. You go, oh, yeah, I have seen this. And I feel like I might be turning into that person of just like the second I stop watching a movie, it's out of my head. Oh, we all turn into our parents. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I bought a sewing huggers, table. Face huggers <laughs> grow into the alien queens. It happens to yeah. us all. Uh, any other qu- party shots you wanted to get on uh, Alien? No, I think I, I think we've done it. <laughs> Even though we watched the, I watch, I watched the wrong movie. Thankfully, at least through all this, the villain is consistent. That is the that that's is true. The, that's the yeah. that's the that's our saving grace on this one. Otherwise, we may have been been doing a redo. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is time to now give our ranking, definitive rankings of how good the villain is. I obviously did the Aliens. Uh, yeah. but more than one of them. Mm. Uh, so I have the uh, the household pest scale. Household yep. pest. Uh, so on a scale from a mouse, uh, mm-hmm. cute but full of disease, yep. uh, to a cockroach, uh, which I'm setting a garbage can on fire, mm-hmm. locking the door, and starting a new life in another town. Uh, I'm going to give uh, the, the xenomorph, the aliens from Alien, uh, a good old-fashioned house centipede. Uh, mm-hmm. because it's scary and I don't like seeing them around. Uh, but, uh, they're there because, um, they're hunting something far more scary, which is a thing that is true about <laughs> factual scale. <laughs> they are, they are predators and they eat other bugs. So if you see big ones, you got other problems. Anyway, oh, that's yeah. my horror there. <laughs> so I've got the, uh, I've got the Ripley scale. Uh, between Ripley's Museum and Ripley's Aquarium. Love it. I'm going to give it a Ripley's Believe It or Not bathroom book. (laughs) That is what I'm going to give it. Uh, Just because something is impressive doesn't mean we all need to see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm going to say on Alien, but fundamentally not evil, I think. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And uh, that brings us, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, um, guys, just a couple ways. Uh, You know, hey, do you like the podcast? You like listening to it? Uh, Want to kind of do your part, pass it on a little? There's a couple ways you guys can help us out. Uh, first of all, if you're listening on uh, on on some sort of podcast service, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, whatever it is, whatever um, whatever service you use, uh, just hit that old subscribe button so you get the uh, regular episodes. And also, uh, if you could uh, leave us a quick uh, like and review, uh, that uh, really helps the algorithm and helps people uh, discover the podcast and uh, they may like it. If you want to reach out to us uh, in person, uh, you can get in contact with us uh, with movie suggestions um, or any uh, comments or feedback. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at VWR Podcast. Uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, Villain Was Right. And we also have an email, vil- uh, was right at gmail.com. So if you want to send your suggestions there, we absolutely read them. Uh, no guarantee if and when we'll get to them, but uh, we love your suggestions. It makes our life a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Pick our movies. Pick our movies, please. Because <laughs> I feel like every week on this podcast, I'm like, I've never watched this movie before. <laughs> For somebody that does a movie podcast, I've seen surprisingly few movies. Um, so <laughs> And as always, guys, if you're looking for extra content, uh, we do two bonus episodes a month for our Patreons. Uh, we generally do movies that we we like or enjoy, but we don't think the villain's correct. So we do those. We talk about those movies on 
that section. But this month, we are specifically doing movies we hate. So <laughs> this month, we're doing La La Land. And I am doing, for my one, I'm doing Under Siege because that movie scarred me as a child. And we will be talking about those movies. So if you want to catch those bonus episodes, you can always hit us up on uh, patreon.com slash villain was right. Uh, there's other tiers too where you can vote um, or just ship us a couple of bucks. But as always, we love all of our listeners, even if you don't want to do anything. Because sometimes I don't don't do anything either and fuck it we love you for it so thanks for listening and now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week what do you got for us greg uh yeah so i just got a couple uh couple light ones here so as you all know um if you've been on social media lately it's a bit of a garbage fire uh so i just wanted to highlight two things uh that i've seen on social media within the last couple weeks that have really uh brightened my day they are heroes uh for doing this um, so the first one uh, that maybe you've all seen, because I'm sure it's gone super viral, is uh, Nandy Bushell and Dave Grohl. Have you seen this? So Nandy is a uh, little girl mm-hmm. uh, who is incredible on the drums. Um, oh, just I think I've seen absolutely, this yeah. yeah, she's absolutely nuts. She's got a YouTube channel and all the rest. And uh, just giving it on the drums. Super talented. And uh, she covered a uh the Foo Fighters um uh I think it was Everlong or Hero mm. I forget I forget which uh but anyway a Foo Fighters song and Dave Grohl saw that she did that and recorded a video where he challenged her to do this song that she maybe has not heard of and it's Dave Grohl drumming along like fuck only David Grohl can and that in itself was great mm-hmm. then she did a video of herself playing along with Dave Grohl uh, to the same beats that he did to the same song. Also great. And then just uh, very recently, since uh, at the time of recording this, uh, Dave Grohl came out with a second one where he goes, that was great. You absolutely nailed it. Um, Here's a song that I haven't even heard of because I'm just writing it off the top of my head for you. And he wrote this whole song for her to play on the drums. Uh, And it's actually kind of a banger. It's sort of, upsetting how talented he is and that he can just throw that kind of awesome song away. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's just, it's so nice. Like it's a rock star reaching out to a young girl who's really good and wants encourage. It's just like, it's thoroughly heartwarming. Um, so check that out if you haven't. The second one I wanted to quickly uh, throw out there was, um, uh, second here is uh, Dr. Eugenia Chang, uh, who I didn't know about, but... Um, there's a, you, uh, sorry, a TikToker, Gracie Cunningham, who unfortunately went viral for, uh, asking some questions about math that some people interpreted as her being very, uh, dumb, uh, or unintelligent and were just trashing her online. So she went on and she was like, Hey, I just, I didn't know that was going to blow up. So I actually have some intelligent things to ask and she was asking these questions and they were questions like how do they know uh what to look for when they're coming up with formulas and how do they know that they're right in math and why is everybody being so mean to me those Um, are all very valid questions very valid questions (laughs) exactly and so my hero on all this is dr uh eugenia chang on twitter uh, because she came out with one of the best responses I've had. She she answered the question seriously um, and was like, 
very much encourage that these are actually great questions to ask about math. And the idea that people think that it's a dumb thing to ask just shows that they don't really care about math education. Like, why do, how do you know that a formula works? That's a, that's fucking a great question to ask about math, right? And there's answers to that. And every kid should ask that. And every kid uh, should get a good answer and not be shit on. So it's just like, it was so positive and supportive. And like, she had some great insight for like, why are everyone being so mean? And mm-hmm. she's just like, well, because, you know, sometimes when people think that they know things, they get very defensive and like want to attack people who think differently and all the rest. And it's like asking questions isn't wrong. And don't let anybody tell you that asking questions is wrong. So it's just like, it's this wonderfully supportive thing. So I'm going to try and uh, retweet both of those things out uh, when this episode comes out because it's, you know, worth a pick me up. Go check it out. doesn't make Oh, that's great. Weekend. That's yeah. so nice. Dave Grohl's like, honestly, every I've seen Foo Fighters twice in concert and I just think he's the most charming man alive. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you cannot get more charming than Dave Grohl. Come <laughs> on, man. Yeah. And yeah, those are very valid questions to ask. I'm like, I don't, I actually don't know any of the answers to that. <laughs> and I would like later. to hear... And I would like to hear the answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, valid questions. Um, mine, okay, so my story uh, this week, I, I've got mm, villain, villain maybe? Yeah, let's say villain. Um, or maybe I'm the villain in this story. It's kind of fucked up. Anyway, because we covered uh, La La Land on our bonus episode, it was reminding me of one of the singular auditions I've been on and boy, howdy, do I not know how to go on an audition, right? So this is essentially what happened. I um, I, I got asked to audition for this, like, like, like just like this Hallmark movie, just like, like a nothing, you know what I mean? Unless you have cable, you'll never see this thing uh, kind of thing. But they wanted me to, I had got put in because they were like, oh, we want comedians. And I'm like, okay, great. Because that when they ask for comedians, that means they want a small role and they want somebody to be funny quickly and that's it. And I'm like, I can do that. Okay, I can't act very well, but, like, I can be fun. You know what I mean? I can be, like, a character for a hot second, but I can't show any real emotion. You know what I mean? If you want me to cry, like, no way. Are you kidding me? There's no fucking way I can do that shit. I'm not, I don't have this kind of range, right? But I'm going for smaller shit, whatever. Anyway, well, what they didn't say was that they wanted male comedians. Okay? Uh... They wanted male comics. So instead of just telling me not to show up, they put me in a different category, and they put me in for the lead's best friend. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just just fundamentally no. Okay, like there's no way I'm going to get this. There's no way I should even be in the room for this. I don't know how to act. And you just went from giving me one page to giving me eight pages for an audition. Okay, so <laughs> I'm like, I literally, I do not even consider this to be a thing that I'm really trying for, right? I'm like, I'm gonna show up because, like, I got recommended through somebody. So I'm like, I am going to show up. I'll show up for my time slot. It's kind of close to my house. It's not a huge deal. But I am 1,000% sure I'm not getting this. Like, I have no hopes, okay? And I get in the room, like, the, the waiting room. And firstly, I don't think I ever want to be in an audition waiting room ever again in my fucking life. What a horrible, horrible experience. I don't, everybody in the room was tense. There was a very weird energy in the room. And there was one girl that every 60 seconds would do what I have to assume is some sort of vocal exercise or something. She would be silent, silent, and then she'd go, Mah! and then she'd 
And then it'd just be silence again. And she'd go, and I'm like, oh my God. Like I, I like, I hang out with comedians and this is too fucking crazy for me. You know what I mean? Like this is too much. Y'all are on a different level. I do not care for this. Anyway, so I get called in for, it, it, it's my time slot and I get called in and keep in mind that I had never done a proper audition to this point, right? So they're like, so I, and I mentioned that as I go into the room, I'm like, hey, like, just so you guys know, this is my first time. Like, I don't really know what to expect or what to do. So I'm just gonna, and they're like, oh no, that's totally fine. Like, don't worry about it. We come across this a lot. Um, just try not to look into the camera. And that's when it registered to me. I'm like, oh, you guys thought I was going to memorize these lines. <laughs> Not a chance. I laugh at her when she says that. And I say, that won't be a problem. And then looked straight down at my paper and proceeded to read it. At which point, and of course this would happen, but I didn't, of course this is how it works. And I totally get why they do this. But it didn't register to me that the guy reading on the other side of me was going to do it as deadpan as possible. So I don't have anything to bounce off of, right? They're trying to see how good I am. But I didn't think that, obviously. So his first line, I think, was supposed to be like some sort of exclamation or something like that. And he read it deadpan, and I started laughing my ass off. In this fucking audition, man, I'm laughing. I'm laughing so hard. And then I just read off the rest of my paper and I left. And I don't think my entire time in the waiting room, I had not seen the next person called in quicker. <laughs> like I thought they were like, all right, next. Absent. There's no discussion. There is oh, no. no discussion about that one. That's going to be a hard pass. Anyway, so that was my audition. <laughs> Did you get a callback? No, I did not. <laughs> and honestly, I was so, I, it was to this day, one of the worst things I've ever read. And I got to say the silver lining of this story is I had never left more confident as a writer in my entire life. I was like, oh, I can write. I can write that. Right, that. That's, That's not a problem. Right. And this is getting made, dude. Like it's getting made. Anyway, point is, is that's completely messed up. And I, I don't think I'll ever go on an audition again. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I think that does it for us uh, this week on the podcast. Rebecca, where can uh, people get in touch with you? Oh, as always, you can find me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. R-E-B-C-C-A-R-E-E-D-S. Hit me up. Yeah, and you can uh, follow me at uh, Critic Comedy, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, com uh, for updates and shows. Um, and uh, that's it. Uh, this week for The Villain Was Right. Uh, next week, uh, tune in. We are continuing with Kind of Scary Movie Month, and we will be covering Casper. That's right, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Uh, we're, we're doing that. So uh, this has been us from The Villain Was Right reminding you to get the chest pain checked out. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>